My name is Jack Oway. Welcome back to our second part of the the double episode special uh, this Friday, Thursday, wherever you're at. I'm Jay Oway, the other co-host of Like Dragon Like Sun, which if you've just stumbled into this podcast, uh, yeah, you should go back and see part one. It's the previous listen, one. Listen to part one. Listen to part one. Uh, we covered a lot of things in there. We're looking at basically what we're doing is we're looking at uh, the Unearthed Arcana class feature variants. As have, they relate to the yeah, official uh, published that we've been playtesting for some time, and we are comparing them to what made the cut into Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, what didn't make the cut, uh, what got nerfed, what got buffed, uh, what's in there. So if you haven't yet heard part one, where we go through things like all the artificer stuff, barbarians, bards, druids, clerics, fighters, uh, fighting styles, maneuver options, monks, and uh, you should go check out that now because we're we're going to be starting with the paladin. That's right, the paladin, very similar to the cleric. They get some unique stuff. Uh, they get some new spells, uh, gentle replos, uh, repros, uh, repose, uh, prayer of healing, and warding bond. They get the new spirit sh- shroud and the new summon celestial, which is nice. Yeah, uh, the fighting style options for them have improved as well. Mm-hmm. They get the interception and blind fighting we talked about last episode, but they also get a unique paladin-only fighting style option called Blessed Warrior. Now, in UA, uh, when Blessed Warrior showed up, it basically said, hey, take two cantrips of your choice from the cleric spell list. They count as paladin spells for you. Charisma is your spellcasting ability for them. Whenever you gain a level in this class, you can replace one of these cantrips with another. How's it changed? It's literally the exact same. No change whatsoever. Uh, at third level, much like the, uh, the cleric we talked about last time, they get divine uh, Harness Divine Power, which as a bonus action... They use Channel Divinity to regain a spell slot equal to half their proficiency bonus, which is nicer for a paladin because those spell slots are in uh, higher demand uh, and they are typically lower level, you know. Uh, and so this means that you're going to be getting some of your high tier subcl- uh, or uh, high tier spells back sooner as well, uh, which is kind of nice. Uh, martial versatility, uh, not spell versatility. Uh, I think that would have been interesting to maybe get a mix of both, but only martial versatility. You can't replace uh, your cantrips. Well, I suppose you don't really get cantrips, uh, you, do you? you so do it doesn't blessed. really matter. No, you if only you take, need martial versatility. Only if you yeah. get blessed, but warrior. But you can change those anyways, which is nice. Um, is that, and so this never is, mind. And this yeah. is new wow. because this that feature wasn't in U, UA. So this is another, this is just a brand new perk for, uh, Paladin. for paladins. Yeah. They can change uh, fighting styles. Um, whenever they get an ASI. So something that uh, was given to them in UA was Spirit Guardians. And I've seen across the board, Spirit Guardians have now been replaced. Uh, it, I mean, not across the board, everywhere in D&D, but with these new buffs to spell lists. With Spirit Shroud. Spirit Shroud's the new thing. Spirit Shroud's the new Spirit Guardians. Yeah. Uh, they Third level, which I think is the same level as It was as the same Guardians. as before, yeah. Um, until the spell ends... And any attack you make deals an extra 1d8. So it's a little bit less defensive and a little bit more offensive uh, whenever you hit a creature within 10 feet of you. 
This damage is radiant necrotic, necro necrotic or cold. Uh, your choice when you cast a spell. Any creature that takes this damage can't regain hit points until the start of your next turn, which is sort of like chill touch. So this is kind of like a better chill, like it's higher great, level chill touch. It's great for fighting, yeah, regenerative creatures, though. I mean, take, addition, take that, Strahd. Yeah, yeah. In addition, any creature of your choice that you can see that starts its turn within 10 feet of you has its speed reduced by 10 until the, until the start of your next turn. Which is kind of nice. Yeah, Spirit Shroud's fun. Uh, it, it's uh, very similar to Spirit Guardian, where you've got this sort of bubble of, of thing around you. A mm. uh, little bit different in terms of what it does. Nice extra sort of splash of flavor. Uh, Concentration. You're going to see a lot of Spirit Shroud at the table, I think. That's a really yeah. good good spell. Oath of Glory looks very similar to me. Um, Oath of the Watchers is a I, I don't know how Oath of the Watchers has changed. Uh, the spell list looks similar to me. They get Moonbeam, uh, Alarm, uh, Banishment. All of those look similar to me. I have to find the, where the subclass showed up. Um, but so this was a uh, this was in subclasses part one put out uh, earlier in twenty twenty. Um, having a quick look down here. Paladin Oath the Watchers. Uh, Oath spells were Alarm, Chromatic Orb, Augury Moonbeam, Counter Spell. Ooh, so it is different. So what was, sorry, third level? Alarm and Chromatic Orb. Chromatic Orb is now replaced with Detect Magic. Hmm. Uh, fifth level was Augury and Moonbeam. Moonbeam, or sorry, Augury is replaced with the Invisibility. And Moonbeam? Moonbeam's still there. That's great. That's a fun one. Um, counterspell at ninth. Yep. Nine. And non-detection. Yep. That's the same. 13th got Aura of Purity yep. and Banishment. Yep. And 17th at Hold Monster and, and uh, Hallow. Hallow is replaced with Scrying. Huh. Interesting. Uh, their channel divinities were called Watcher's Will. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, as an action, you can choose a number of creatures you can see within 30 feet up to a number equal to your charisma modifier. That's the same. And for one minute, all chosen creatures have advantage on intelligence, wisdom, or charisma savings. Exactly the same. Exactly the same. Right. And abjure, abjure the extra, extra planar. Yep. Um, As an action, you present your holy symbol and each aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, or fiend within 30 feet of you that can hear you must make a wisdom saving yeah. throw. On a failed save, the creature is turned for one minute until yeah. it takes damage. Turned. You get, you, For all you, you critters out yeah. there who, you know, uh, love uh, what Ford has, has done, and, and let's love what Mercer's done because he's given us once again... A super cool... A super... Over the and, seas, but. Yeah, but I, I was really rooting for, and maybe because it was still in UA, they weren't going to consider it, but I think, I still think this would have been a really cool one for Ford. Somebody, a watcher who's out there trying to protect the realm from... Uh, you know, extra planar things, which in his case is like the Ukatoas and the, um, the Thuridunans Thura and, and, and whatever. Yeah. Um, I still think this could this be is, super cool. I, guest I think it's cool but. that you can turn that you can turn elementals and fays and fiends and aberrations. Oh man, come on! Well, that, fae and fiend are pretty, and el like undead are typically the common ones. But right, well, yeah. but, but adding element Elemental elementals and aberrations yeah. to your list. Um, yeah. Turning fae is not a thing you normally do. In fact, well, with depends what 
I suppose it depends, but but I'm just saying these this are is, yeah one of the best kind, turns in the game. Yeah, like, I mean this is down. wow, and the fact that that's legit rules is written now is is kind of I don't know like I think this may be my if, if I have to play my next paladin might very well be this both of the watchers yeah uh, it's a cool one or cool. the sentinel uh, everything can within ten feet of you while you're not incapacitated can add your proficiency yeah. bonus to their initiative. Um, yep, that's the same. That's pretty cool. I like that. Pair this with the alert feet, and you're going to be going first. Like, trust me. Yeah, it's like, quite cool. You're plus five if your dexterity is okay, which probably isn't as a paladin, but, you know, it should be all right. Maybe a 12 uh, is pretty good for a paladin, or a t 14 if you want to be uh, a daladin, a dex paladin. But Sure. And this is also helps out your assassins or anybody else who's in your party. That's true, yeah. Very true. Needs a buff to their thing. Uh, but I think all of these are, are pretty Do they keep Vigilant Rebuke? Yeah. Anything that succeeds on... Uh, I have friends that succeed on an Intelligence Wisdom or Christmas saving throw, which they can have advantage on if you use your Channel Divinity. Uh, you can use your action to deal 2d8 plus your uh, Charisma modified force damage to the yeah. creature that forced the saving throw. That's a reaction, which is nice. Pretty nice, nice yeah. So yeah, it stays the same. Mortal Bulwark was 20th the level. 20th level capstone. Um, you gain true sight at to 120 feet, which yep, is pretty cool. Same, same. Advantage on attack rolls yep. against aberration celestials, elementals, fey, and so fiends. Cool. Uh, when you hit a creature with an attack, so really good high end play. Because this is when I'm you're going to be I'm facing. I'm just going to say things. also, you know, critters. This compared to Ford's swashbuckler capstone <laughs> is better. Well, he'll never get that. But. Well, no, because he can't possibly or get that many levels. Rebuke, or maybe or like his aura, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when you hit a creature with an attack roll and deal damage to it, you can also force it to make a charisma saving throw against your spell save DC. This is like your ultimate banishing yeah. thing. On a failed save, the creature is magically banished to its native planet of existence if it's not currently there. Come on, that's so great. Yeah. Like as just a, instant... As I mean, a, like, there's already a spell which does this called Banishing Strike, I know, but, but still. But to, for to free, be, the, to be a the 20th level character walking around, sending things back to where they came from, yeah, is pretty cool. cool. It, uh, I like that a lot. And that is all pretty much straight out of UA. Um, so not, the only thing that really Slight changed on this the was list. the spell yeah. list. Um, but otherwise, they have kept uh, Oath of the Watcher straight up the like same it. which i like a lot um i probably really, one of my favorite paladins of class yeah i'm 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 digging digging that very much ranger uh, yeah. we're moving on to ranger um big changes for ranger i think a lot of people recognize that ranger isn't an effective class um the favorite foe or sorry favorite enemy and uh favorite terrain natural terrain or whatever um they're pretty bad I think people recognize that they're pretty limiting. <sighs> they're so scope frustrating to so many yeah. players. This is a cool, interesting way to spice your ranger up a little bit. Um, I think we should just start where Tasha starts. Deft Explorer, which uh, is part of the class feature variants, I think, for ranger originally. Yeah, uh, this will replace your natural explorer, where you get your favorite terrains i believe so the biggest yeah um, so the biggest i mean yeah so there's a few things in here this is like you know you no longer have this a power where your party can't get lost and that difficult terrain isn't a problem and things like that which if you are all in the if you're in the right biome if you will if you're in the right uh location with your ranger it can be such a cool thing to be able to have you know great exploration across this terrain without your party having to keep making DC 15 navigation checks and getting lost in the woods. Um, 
which DC 15 for lower level characters is freaking hard, man. Like you can easily have a party, you know, spending three game sessions wandering through the woods if your DM is that sort of you lose this crazy person. So, anyways, yeah, you lose those powers, but you gain instead the a very simple, easy to use works kind of everywhere. Um, the biggest change on this for, to Deft Explorer, though, is in the UA. It's a choice. Yeah. Well, the UA was it's basically no. You got. Um, you got canny, roving, and tireless. All here you go. Every no, you got to choose one of them, right? Uh, oh, you choose one. And then oh, you chose one at, at right one six and exactly. tenth. Where now they give them to they you. They literally like force. All right, canny at first. First thing is you get six, yeah. tireless, and tenth. Yeah. So now instead of picking anyone. which ones you want, when you get them in, eh. in that order. I'm sure but there's if, a reason they chose to do that, but but yeah, well, tireless is pretty buff. I always like, I always like choice over. Forced, I guess, but, but but also the way they've sort of set it up, like tireless is much cooler, like much, like being able to give yourself big chunks of temporary hit points. It's not really a big chunk though, is it? It's like a cure wounds. But you can do it points. as an action. As an action, not even as a bonus action. Does it say action Ooh. still? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's not great. Well, you you can, I mean, that's a. The thing I like about tireless is regaining exhaustion during a short rest. Yeah, that too, right? Um, Holy but, cow. Nah, otherwise, eh. Yeah. Eh. Not a cool feature. You Poor can't even rangers. use it that many times. Look at us. We, nobody loves rangers. Roving, sixth level, your walking speed increases by five feet, and you gain a climbing and swimming speed. Cool. I like it. Whatever. Simple. Not little, as good as monks. But tiny, tiny little buff, whatever. but makes you makes you good at getting around things. And first level, you gain an expertise in two languages. The two languages is cool if you've got like mm, language coming up. I guess. Not amazing. No. Uh, it can you be, can't even replace them. Um, languages but, can often be difficult in games too, right? Like, yeah. It's true. Uh, unless you're like really clear where your storyline is going to exactly. be going. Um, um, so you need to have good conversations mm. with your DM, understand their world, understand the sort of creatures and stuff you might be coming up and against. And you get one expertise, which, honestly, why not just play a bard or a rogue if you want expertise? Again, the scout is better than canny, frankly. Like, I don't know. But yeah. I, I've, of all the different ways we've dreamt up of fixing rangers, I'm not totally sure Deft Explorer does it, does it that well. However... The good news is that Deft Explorer is not the only thing that Rangers Although, get. I don't know. It's I'm not a big fan of Favored Foe either. But we'll get to we'll explain it and then I'll okay. talk about why. So I'm not a big actually, fan I think Favored Foe is better than it used to be. Like better than uh, Favored en- Favored Enemy. Favored Enemy. Okay. Uh, it's better than yeah the old. Well, I think Favored Enemy is ha- one of the worst abilities. So it's right. not hard to be better. Than it's not hard to be beat what it was. So Favored Foe replacing Favored Enemy in UA was you can call on your bond with nature to mark a creature. But basically, they just said at this point, um, which and they've they've taken this language out of the new one. You know the hunter mark spell, and wisdom is your spell casting ability, and you can use it a certain time, certain number of times without expending spell slots, without requiring concentration, a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier. That's really good. You regain I all expended uses but... when you finish a long rest. I like when you that gain a lot. the spell casting feature, a second level hunter's mark doesn't count against the number of spells you know. That's really cool. They basically have written it in now to the the new one. It essentially is still hunter's mark, but it's worse. It, but it's not a spell, and it's not quite as as good. Yeah, and it still takes your concentration. So it essentially means why would you take yeah. hunter's mark? Well, this is just it. Like I liked it when it was the one thing in the that they've nerfed is that without requiring concentration. Yeah. 
that was kind of cool actually. And why that got dropped, I don't know. Like, is it really that powerful? I mean, a like, D six to all attacks and being able to track it better. Well, it's not really that much better. Like, you don't it, even get to track it better with this. Like, yeah. Okay, let's explain what it does. When you hit a creature with an attack roll, so not a bonus action, which is nice because that means you could use two weapon fighting and still use this cool. Um, you can mar- uh, call in your mystical bond with nature to mark a target as your favorite enemy for one minute or until you lose concentration. So instead of an hour, like Hunter's Mark is, it's now a minute. Right, which is essentially going to be the combat. It's true, and concentration. But it means that essentially you can't use Hunter's Mark if you're using this feature. Or any other concentration spell. For the first time on each of your turns that you hit the favorite enemy and deal damage to it, including when you mark it, you can increase that damage by 1d4. So it's worse than Hunter's Mark in terms of damage output. And it's only the first time on each of your turns that you hit an enemy and deal damage to it. I believe. I, I believe Hunter's Mark. I'm not. Sometimes, I'm pretty sure every sometimes time I'd like to it, do but... an interview with Jeremy Crawford. Just say, why do you hate Rangers so much? Why? <laughs> no, why do no. you keep doing things to them that are so underwhelming? The nice thing is that it's not a bonus action, and that it's just a part of the attack roll when you hit it. But it does suck. It's concentration. It's less damage. It's less duration. It's. Um, it's only you can only apply the damage once, uh, the first time that you hit it on each of your turns. Um, but it's cool that when you mark it, you can do the damage, but I don't know. And you can use that a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus and regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. The nice thing, though, is that the damage does scale, but it scales at 6th and 14th level. So if you're playing 6th level characters, it's a D6. It essentially becomes uh, a shorter hunter's mark. And at that point, I'd say, you know what? Sure. It's slightly better. It's okay. It's better than hunter's mark because it has less like out of combat versatility with being able to track something and have long sort of like duration um but it does it's essentially the same and it doesn't take up my bonus action which is nice and it doesn't burn spell slots but it does make the coolest spell of ranger kind of a little defunct um which i feel is a little weird well, you choice, can always but... still choose as a ranger to use your hunter's mark instead but why that's just well, one think, of your well, limited think... spell options that you could already well, guess, do anyways but here's like, the thing is i think they were like, kind of basically saying well look if i give this to rangers then Huntress Mark is no longer a spell that matters. But right? then, and they'll never use know. that spell. Whatever. And they're the only one that gets that spell. So I need to give them something that's not really Huntress Mark. That I don't know if this is the right direction to fix it. I think just giving them Huntress Mark is cool. I don't know. I liked what it was before, but... Yeah. A, and then 1d8 at 14th level, but like we said, most people don't really get to 14th level. It's, and really, makes it slightly and you better, look at but, how much that actually scaled in damage. So, you know, by that level... You're up against creatures that may have 200 hit and by points, that level, and you're doing an extra, potentially an extra two points of damage per turn. And no, no, check this out. By that level, at 10th level, clerics will be doing an extra D8 to all their attack rolls. Yeah. No matter if they mark it, without concentration, regardless, whatever. As I'm sort of thinking, why and this not... this is just extra weapon damage. I don't know. It's, it's Why sucks, not but. just say, hey... Yeah, but I think the marking idea is like such a cool like hunters thing, but I just wish it wasn't concentration. I don't know. Yeah. It does mean that, but I, I'd I still if you're gonna remove concentration, what I add is that it lasts for one minute or until you use this feature again to mark a separate creature. Yeah, you know, because that way you could. I suppose they also just don't want it to stack with hunters mark. But then why not just give them hunters mark? You know, like you learn the hunters mark spell if you don't already. You know, um, which doesn't count against the number of ranger spells you know, so you get it for free. And that way, still that cool magical spell thing, you know, that, that 
works in tandem with your spell slot system as a ranger and kind of bridges the two worlds, which I think a lot of people love about Hunter's Mark spell. But I don't know. This just doesn't work for me. Um, additional ranger spells. Uh, Entangle and Searing Smite. Searing Smite's a bit of a weird one, but Entangle I get. Um, Aid, Enhance Ability, Gust of Wind, Magic Weapon, and Summon Beast. Uh, Magic Weapon makes sense to me. Yeah, so I mean, the the only one that wasn't in there, obviously, is the Summon Beast. Uh, That's a new spell uh, from Tasha's. And again, it's a good, it's a really good spell in that it... But again, sucks up your concentration, doesn't it? Which means you can't be concentrating on that marking. Yeah. You're gonna find that a lot of your spells that well, you are couldn't really have cool done that with Hunter's Mark, anyways. Right? It's true, I mean, but you would still, have, it would have been nice to have a, the, honestly, the non-concentration Hunter's Mark. In some cases, favored enemy may be better than favored foe. <laughs> yeah. Well, the beautiful thing is these days you can choose which ones you want to put in there or not. You can yeah. keep favored enemy. The thing about favored enemy um, is that you can recall. So in the, in the new options, them, in the way nice, the new options like, work on D and D Beyond, if you haven't gotten in there and played with it yet is you can pick and choose which ones you're going to, to play with. Yeah, that's true. Which I sort of expected, but okay. Third level spells. Elemental weapon. I expected that from Rangers. I think that's cool. But also your concentration. And it essentially does what your mark does, where it deals extra damage. Um, and it gains a bonus to attack rolls. And it's not just weapon damage. It's cool other damage. Uh, and scales with what level you cast it at. Uh, meld into stone. Uh, well, whatever. It's kind of a whatever spell. Revivify, I love to see. Yeah. That's cool. Um, Summon Fey, I sort of expected that. That's new as well. Wasn't in UA, obviously, because, again, Summon Fey is a brand new spell. Dominate Beast, again, you're going to find the concentration Dominate spells. Dominate Beast wasn't in, does, wasn't in the UA. They didn't have it there. Kind of so makes sense, though. Oh, actually, no, it did. It's fourth level, right? Fourth uh, level. Concentration, though. And Death Ward was in there as well? No, no Death Ward. No more no. Death Ward. Um, Summon Elemental, also concentration. Yeah, that was not in... Uh, obviously and greater restoration uh yeah they they used to in the ua was offering them awaken as well but they don't get awaken they don't have that i think that which is kind cool, of a fun idea though is like a ranger to sort of be able to awaken a tree and yeah much like the paladin they get a unique fighting style which gives them two cantrips from the the full caster that they steal from um essentially uh they can now get two cantrips of their choice from the druid spell list they count as ranger spells for you and wisdom is your spell casting ability for them Whenever you gain a level in this class, you can replace them. Cool, nice, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's and that's actually a buff that wasn't, I think, in the UA. So that's good They're also nerfed with the spellcasting focus. Oh, no, that was a Druidic Warrior was in there. Yeah. Before, rangers didn't need spellcasting focuses. Did you know that? And now they do. And now they you do. You can use a Druidic fo- focus uh, for your ranger spells. I suppose I suppose it's nice because it gives you... The, well, I suppose you, and anyone can always like choose to not use a spellcasting focus. But it just means that you don't need to have the material components. I suppose it is a buff in a way. Um, maybe I'm a little bit too harsh, but uh, I suppose it's kind of nice, you know. Uh, lets you do druidic focus, which is kind of cool, I guess. You don't need to have all those material components all the time. Um, yeah, and it's just I minus. think rural lawyers needed to get involved to make sure everything was balanced out there. This replaces primeval awareness which is sensing creatures around you which i thought was a useful and it's funny cool, how cool all feature. of these things like favored foe replacing favored enemy primal awareness from removing removing primeval, primeval awareness. awareness like the wording is so <sighs> so so similar i don't know if i'm a super big fan of this this just feels like a subclass thing you know more than anything else because like this is already like subclass spells like i don't know this would be like a i even imagine like a beast master expanded spell list would get speak with animals be sense 
I mean, speak with plants, whatever. Locate creature, commune with nature. I don't know, like, this feels like it could be a subclass spell list edition rather yeah. than a literal class feature. It like, does feel like what they're trying to say is, hey... Um, you can choose those cool flavor spells. Ra- rangers classic rangers, ranger stuff is rangers are getting yeah, more magical. Well, primeval awareness was sick. You could literally detect... Like within a mile, are there celestials, fey, fiends? I mean, I've I've yeah, used that in our one shot where sure. I played a ranger. But like. I mean, you've got two uses of it, and you're done. Well, spell slot uses. Yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose that's the truth with any spells as well, right? But um, but this essentially gives you a couple extra like ranger some, spells without expending yeah, spell slots, which is kind of nice. A couple extra casting things where. But it does mean this gives you your classic ranger spells, right? Like these yeah. aren't like super cool, like revivify or things like that. These are just your classic speak with animals beast sense speak with plants locate creature and it does mean that you're not soaking up all your known spells with these and then you can but, send, come on choose cool ranger stuff instead, ranger like, companion know, like Ra- ranger compa- companion options that's what we're, we're looking for but we still have to get through some of the other final things oh, what was there other things martial versatility you can replace fighting styles and uh, that nature's veil okay so martial versatility wasn't in ua so that's yeah, a whole another buff. Um, it's not really that much of a buff. Well, but, but it does give you, I mean, especially with the the expanded list of uh, fighting styles. Yeah, not a huge list. But. It still gives you more options. What, what are the options it, for rangers? What other fighting styles they, they can get, choose? Oh, they get thrown weapon fighting. So they got a new one. Blind fighting. That's a new one. And druidic warrior. Come on, those that's like that in itself well, already gives you, you more variety. Why would you replace things you already made unless you made the wrong choice? You know, I mean. You changed biomes. You're in different Whatever. space. I suppose but sure. that makes sense, but like, I don't know. Nice for, for unforgiving DMs. Uh, Nature's Veil. 10th level ranger feature, with re- which replaces, one again, another one of the worst abilities in the game, hide in plain sight, where you spend yeah. a minute or 10 minutes even to blend yeah, in. Yeah, it was terrible. Now it's a bonus action to become invisible, which yeah. warlocks could do at 2nd level? 5th <laughs> level? No, it was 5th level. At 5th level, but now instead of at 10th level... Uh, you can do it, which lasts until the start of your next turn, and it's not infinite use. You can use it maybe twice, or, or I suppose a tenth level. It's basically three, what, it, what, times, a, right? what a furbolg can do. Four times. It's essentially a furbolg, but you can use you, it three or four times. Uh, furbolg's uh, called hidden, hidden Step, and they can basically do the same thing. They can turn invisible until the start mm-hmm. of the next turn. As a bonus action, you can magically become invisible along with any equipment you're wearing carrying, which I think is assumed, but until the start of your next turn. Um, the thing about Warlock is that though you do need to be in dim light or darkness, I, which I think it could be adapted to just like lightly obscured by natural foliage, much like uh, the wood elf um, type feature, um, that to make it more naturey, you become invisible until you move or are no longer obscured or whatever, you know, like yeah. I think that could be a simple change to make this a little bit more powerful because I think this kind of sucks as well. Like fifth level warlocks can do this better than you, Ranger. Like, come on, I don't know. Better than hide in plain sight, but still not as super cool as I want it to be. Um, Fae Wanderer is very similar, I think. Um, did, did but what, the Ranger Companion options does that not show up? Oh in the... yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'll get to that. I'm just, it just shows the subclasses first. Uh, Swarm Keeper is similar as well, I think. But we will uh, get yeah, but, to so Beastmaster Companions. Primal so, companions. but this is but that it's that's a. Okay, so this is just for the Beastmaster This feature. is just for the Beastmaster. All right, we'll go back and have a look at the other ones in a minute, but I'm just saying, in UA, this sat... But I see now there's a, there's a caveat here. But this sat as, like, a big thing to sort of say, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to give you the essentially a fine familiar type, like, ability, 
and we're going to give you these amorphous little templates, right? Much like the new summon spells. Right. A beast of air, beast of earth, and beast and kind of, like the of um, I would have guessed there was a beast of water in here, but there, there wasn't. There was a beast of sea, but now they have added one. There's a beast uh, of the sea, which yeah, is new. There wasn't in the UA, but it would have made sense. Uh, so yeah, basically here, have a flying, walking, or swimming creature as your... And you can choose what it looks like. Yeah. Uh... Which is very it nice. Basically, so yeah, now you, you could have that bear-looking friend thing, whatever sure. you want it to look like. Uh, in the UA, it said, hey, you know, basically can take the form of anything that's got a CR rating of one quarter or lower. Um, and, but you could. Yeah. And if it died, you, it was dead and you need to get a new friend. You could take the form of something else, but you just got to know that this creature is really going to be a nerfed version of that. Yeah. You also determine the kind of animal the beast is, choosing uh, a kind appropriate for the stat block. But you could even go something like make it look cool and elemental, even though it just counts as a beast, you know. I'd say get super creative with this. This call, like, screams to be creative, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, in combat, the beast acts during your turn, so not after, like, your uh, Drake Warden, but during your turn. It can move and use its reaction on its turn, but the only action it takes is the dodge action. Unless you take a bonus action on your turn to command it to take another action. So again, if you still have Hunter's Mark, this is competing with that, which is nice if you don't want to be competing with bonus action uh, for two weapon fighting or, or this feature, and instead use your your other marking feature, which is another upside I see to it. Um, that action can only, or I'm not sure that this is in concentration, but still, uh, that action can be one in a stat block or some other action. You can also sacrifice one of your attacks when you take the attack action to command the beast to take the attack action. If you're incapacitated, the beast can take any action of its choice, not just the dodge. So this is a little bit better uh, than the Drake Warden in terms of what you can it can do during, like, if you attack and things like that. But it doesn't really scale in the same way that the Drake Warden does uh, from the looks of it. Um, if the beast has died within the last hour, you can use your action to touch it and expend a spell slot of first level or higher. The beast returns to life after one minute with all its hit points restored. So a little bit better. You know, you can bring it back to life. When you finish a long rest, you can summon a different primal beast. The new beast appears in an unoccupied space within five feet of you, and you choose its stab block and appearance. If you already have a beast from this feature, it vanishes when the new beast appears. The beast also vanishes if you die. But yeah, there are three different options, beasts of uh, sky, land, and sea. Uh, some stat differences, you know, like sky obviously has less strength, um, but higher dexterity, you know, land has higher strength, but, um, you know, higher constitution, things like that, you know, but less speed and whatnot. But everybody's getting pets. It's true. Well, no. Your I'm pretty sure you could have, better. I, I'm, I'm just uh, suggesting though, that like we can all be bringing like these little, and especially as you sort of extend this thought pattern, you see there's sidekicks in this game. Now there's, uh, lots of ways for your sidekick your, can be a pet for your party to have sort of a lot more, uh, small friends, small little friends, helper friends, and things. So I think that's a real, you know, theme going forward with what we're going to see in D anD D in twenty twenty one. It's a lot of uh, a lot of parties with a lot of extra entourage. <laughs> well, yeah, makes it a full party, you know. But um, where do we remember where the? I'm trying to go back here and look at the through the various subclass UAs. To we see don't really I, need it. I think we're already to see even, if I can we're already past half oh, an hour. I think we right. can just move on to Just think Fey Wanderer, that was subclasses part three. Um, I'm just gonna um, I think we should move on to Rogue. Alright, we can move through those. But they were um 
I'm just wondering, do you like any of the, like, I don't know if we did a review on Fae Wanderer I think we, we might have touched on them. I, I, I like that Fae Wanderer option. You know, it, it even makes a human look a little bit more Just, just be clear, did they keep Cunning cool. Will in it? Did they keep Dreadful Strikes? Did they keep... Okay, going back to Ranger. <laughs> Sorry, just really quickly, Will. I just want to see if those changes... Uh, if those things stayed in, because... Dreadful Strikes, you deal extra psychic damage. Uh, new sort of charm person, Misty Step, very Fey-type spells. Uh, they have a little bit more description on Feywild gifts and what that could look like is like a fun Yeah, yeah, that option. was in there as well. Uh, for flavor. Fey Wanderer Magic. Yep. Cunning Will. Mm, you, there's you experience with the Fey has guarded your mind and sharpened your tongue. You have advantage on saving throws against being charmed and frightened. That stay. That is a seventh level feature. Oh, wow, it used to be third. You have advantage on saving throws against being charmed or frightened. That's so it. seventh level feature used to be blessing of the courts, and that you'd earned uh, learned eerie techniques from both the gloaming and the summer court of the Fey Wild. Once during each of your turns, when you hit the weapon attack, you could expend a spell slot to deal extra psychic damage. No, that's become uh, psychic or dreadful strikes at third level. So let's blend those together. Um, at third level, though, way lower. Yeah, um, but does it scale then? Because the the blessing of the courts turn the 1d6 into a 3d6 well it, it goes from 1d4 to 1d6 but it doesn't expend spell slots it's just whenever huh. you interesting uh it's just once per turn so again do we think we've we've oh, well, gained well, or lost can only that? take the damage extra i don't know i think the fact that it isn't a spell slot is nice you don't really have a lot of spell slots as a ranger um so this is kind of cool whatever i'm fine with it fey wanderer magic that way it's not like not a limited reserve of psychic damage. It's just like you're always doing a little bit more psychic damage, which is always a nice little benefit. The Fey Wanderer magic are simple spells, you know, just things you'd see from a bard or any sort of fey creature. It's kind of, well, it gives you flav flavor. Also at third level, um, whenever you make a charisma check, you gain a bonus to the check equal to your wisdom modifier. So it makes you a little bit more charismatic as a ranger, which is always nice to see. Yeah. You also gain proficiency in uh, one of the following skills, uh, deception, performance, or persuasion. Again, makes you a little bit more charming and fey. I kind of yeah. like it. Seventh level, Beguiling Twist. I, did you say you get advantage on intelligence, wisdom, so charisma? Beguiling Twist is different, yeah. That's, that's a new one. Oh, it, Beguiling Twist used to be 11th. Now it's seventh level. Right, so you move that around a bit. Uh, you gain advantage on saving throws against being charmed or frightened, and whenever you or a creature within 120 feet of you succeeds on a saving throw against being charmed or frightened, you can use your reaction to instead force a different creature. It's essentially like twisting a a charm effect um, against something else. Yeah, I mean, I think rangers pick up a lot of cool stuff in their subclasses now. I mean, you, you just, you're right. We were looking at the basics of 11th level what is they would get. Different. 11th level to get Summon Fae is a spell. But these are pretty cool. Um, yeah, you get a free Summon Fae spell, uh, and you can cast it without material components. Um, once without a spell slot, which is kind of fun. Um, whenever you start casting the spell, you can modify it so that it doesn't require concentration. Uh, if you do so, the duration instead becomes one minute. You know, so yeah. if you don't want to call them for a whole hour, you can instead you be don't like, gonna, all right, and you don't want to give minute. up your concentration, exactly. so you can use it to mark targets. Then hey, or hunter's mark, or, or hunter's any mark. of the other million ranger spells that require your concentration. And then at fifteenth level, Misty Wanderer, uh, you can cast Misty Step without expending a spell slot. Uh, a number of times equal to your Wisdom modifier. Uh, and in addition, when you cast yeah, that's changed step, as well. Uh, you can bring along one willing creature you can see within five feet of you. Uh, that creature teleports to an unoccupied space of your choice within five yeah. feet of your uh, destination space. And that's that's actually, I mean, the one they had in there before, Misty Presence, was complicated with lots of extra rules. I think sometimes the beautiful thing about 
what they do when they go in the book is they do clean up uh, complicated stuff. And this does look like a good cleanup to um, to Fae Wanderer. Um, so, all right, we'll move on. Okay. Although I, I, I like what Swarm Keeper looks like is now. Well, I haven't gone through a deep dive in that either, but I'm sure it looks good. Uh, Rogue. Steady aim. This is sort of similar yeah. to the bonus action aim. It, that's all that things. was in UA for rogues was cutting action aim. Um, and so basically, it's still yeah. The only thing, but. Yeah. And so, yeah, just now it's official. Uh, most of the DMs I've been playing with, we've been using it. Uh, it's pretty simple. It's a good, it's a nice thing. Like when you're trying to gain advantage on your attack roll, nobody's near your, or the, you don't have a, a companion who's near the target that you want to shoot and you can't find a place that you could hide to shoot from um burn your bonus action and aim the the whole trick with this is that if you decide to use it you cannot move on your turn essentially you have to stay in that one spot burn your bonus action for the aim but then your attack roll has advantage and you get your sneak attack damage uh there is a ton of situations where this really helps your rogue out um not every every turn, obviously, because it leaves you in one place, which is dangerous. But um, there's a number of opportunities from this that that come out that are quite ha handy. Mm. The subclasses look very similar uh, to me. What were the subclasses for rogues? Uh, there was phantom and soul knife. Right. They seem to. I think I sort of feel like they were in later subclass updates. They're quite similar. Tokens of the Departed is quite similar. I think there might be extra stuff there. I'm not quite sure. Just looking through quickly. Uh, instead of psychic damage, Wales of the Grave is now necrotic damage. Um, and Death's Friend sounds new to me. Uh, when you use Wales from the Grave, you can deal necrotic even... damage to us, the first and second creature, which is the same, and at the end of a long rest, a soul trinket appears in your hand if you don't have any. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, I like the art for this. It's like two little, like, spirits. Like, maybe they're, like, they've, they've collected tokens from, of, like, the dead. Um that are now like speaking to them, which I think is kind of like a cool little thing. I'm kind of a fan of that. Yeah, honestly, I'm not quite, I can't even find the UA for these right on the top, uh, and top of my soul fingers, so. I think they've changed the whole psionic system, um, but we will, I don't want to get did. too they caught did. up in so I, I, I kind of already like, kind of. I know, running along on this already for part two of our special two-part episode. Um, but yeah, the soul knife, the, the one thing at a lower level that you're going to notice, because uh, I just rebuilt a soul knife character with this, uh, Psychic Whispers has changed a little bit. Uh, it used to be you roll the dice and that's how many characters you connect. Uh, you now connect uh, the number of a number of uh, creatures equal to your uh, proficiency modifier. So that scales scales kind of nicely. It's uniform. And now instead you roll the psychic die and uh, to see how many hours it lasts for, and you get one free use of it. Uh, per long rest and then after that it uses up one of your uh, psychic die points or whatever you want to call them right you have a number of dice which are d6s they do scale um but they're d6s and you have a number of these equal to your twice your proficiency bonus yeah um it's sort so of like a superiority die type you get idea. four and they scale so eventually you'll get 12 which is plenty but yeah yeah, yeah. And i'm glad psychic blades don't like suck up all those uses, because that would kind of suck. But, yeah, no, you yeah, still yeah. get to check as many of those it as seems you want. Okay to me. Um, then moving on to sorcerer. Yeah, additional spells. Uh, I'm sure they had some of these already. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, booming blade, green flame blade, lightning alert, those are, mind sliver, and soul. Yeah, burst. those are all kind so of new add-ins, and I really kind of like that. I think it's sort of it's given 
It's given the cantrips, sorcerers some cantrips that can do some damage, which yeah. is nice. I mean, that's what they're built for, right? You'd think. Uh, Grease. Uh, yep, that was in UA. okay. Caustic Brew. That's cool new. acid one. I'm fine with that. Uh, Flame Blade. Yep. Flaming Spear. Those were in UA. Magic Weapon. Makes sense. Tasha's Mind Whip. All new. Uh, Intellect Fortress. Vampiric Touch. Um, Fire Shield. Yeah, those were there before. Bigsby's Hand. Flesh to Stone. Bigsby's Hand is new. Ooh, okay. Um, for them. Flesh to Stone. That was in UA. Uh, Otaluke's Freezing Sphere. New. Uh, Tasha's Otherworldly Guys. New, of course. Uh, Dream of the Blue Veil. New. Demiplane. That was in UA. Uh, and Blade of Disaster. Yeah, they didn't get Foresight in the end. Uh, Metamag- I think that would have been cool, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know why options. Foresight got dropped. Two new Metamagic options. Yeah, but you, you say that. Let's just point out, first of all, though, one of the things that I most loved in the UA and thought a lot about how it could be a, a great way to expand on what sorcerer points could be used for. And a really, it's a really a nice way to sort of start making the sorcerer feel much different than the wizard, um, was the idea that the font of magic options were, were able to do other things. They could, um, you could use them to, uh, as like an imbuing touch, which would give uh, an item a magical weapon property. They just got the magic weapon spell now instead. Um, or sorcery fortitude, you could use it, um, spend any number of sorcery points to roll a d4, and for each point, you regain that many temporary hit points. Um, there was like these kind of ideas of using your sorcery points to do other kind of magical effect. Um, and that was that was fun. That was suddenly like, ooh, sorcerers are kind of, they've got a different kind of magic than wizards do. Um, they've kind of rolled all that stuff back and it's just like, okay, now we're just going to keep, it, it's okay. Meta magic, more meta magic options are better. I, I, I've always wished we'd had more. So, um, mm. which ones did we keep? Which we, did we get elemental spell? It's now called transmuted spell. Interesting. Um, and you can change it with one sorcery point um, from the damage type of your spell to acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison damage. Seeking spell? Oh, no, it has to oh. be acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison in order to change it. But right. Uh, seeking spell? That is there. Uh, when you make an attack roll for a spell and miss, you can spend two sorcery points to re-roll the d20. You must use the new roll. And you can use it even if you use a different metamagic option, although I think that should be all metamagic. Does right. it ignore the effects of half and three-quarters cover? Nope. Ugh, that was good. That was kind of a ni- the nicest part of that, I thought, was like, oh, and you can kind of get the extra little buff that that kind of like, oh, and you're hiding as well? No, you're not. Um, unerring spell? Nope. Oh, we didn't get that? Unerring spell was kind of fun. It was like, if you make an attack roll for a spell and you miss, you burn two sorcery points and re-roll the attack roll. I think that was kind of expensive, frankly. Two sorcery points is a lot to try and re-hit, but... That is seeking spell. Oh, is that... No, that was no so seeking that's rolled into seeking spell now what was seeking spell before when you cast a spell that requires you to make a spell attack roll uh a dexterity or a dexterity so if you spend one sorcery point to ignore the oh that was just to ignore the effects so, oh i see they've they've combined they've gotten rid of so now unerring they, spell is seeking spell oh i see oh and seeking spell is removed and so yeah we've lost the ignoring half okay interesting so anyways, two, two sorcery points, though. That's a little expensive, but in, in a clutch moment, if it's that... But it could still if miss. If you just need... Yeah, I suppose. But a second chance to try and take the bad guy down before he flees. Uh, maybe burning yeah. those two points at that moment just to see if you can make that spell hit. Especially if it's a big spell. 
Mm. Um, nothing worse than like losing like a big spell slot. Powered kill or whatever. Mm. Well, I suppose um, that was an automatic hit. Whatever. You get my point though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but an attack roll of some sort. Are there any other ones that were listed there? Or that was it. Three? That yeah. was it for... Did we get anything else We in? got some other stuff. Sorcerer's Versatility lets you replace metamagic options during an ASI, which I like, because rather yeah. than just a 10th level and then a 14th level, you can replace one. It's like, no, you can replace it like it during an ASI. Still, not as much as I'd like people to be able to replace it, but whatever. And you can also replace cantrips. Uh, then at 5th level, you get a feature called Magical Guidance. You can tap into your inner wellspring of magic to conjure success from failure. When you make an ability check that fails, you can spend one sorcery point to re-roll the d20, and you must use the new roll, potentially turning the failure into a success. So that's kind of like what Empowering Reserves was, in a way. Um, but now at fifth level. Yeah, where it was before, like so that was a Fond of Magic option, where now you can kind of just use it as a, as a class feature. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that Sonic stuff has been changed. I looked at the Cockwork Soul. It's a little bit different. I think Trance of Order is a little bit different, uh, but otherwise it looks very similar. Uh, then moving on to Warlocks. Yeah. They get a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Warlocks are the most Warlocks loved class. Warlocks get lots of love. They do. Um, Booming Blade, which I, th I think they already had as well. I, I don't know why I thought they already had these. I'm pretty sure they did. Um, Booming Blade. But it's just maybe if it's like making sure Xanathar's is like... This is official now, you know, not just Yeah, optional. I always sort of feel like Xanathar's was always sort of a bit like, well, maybe, where Tasha's is a little bit more, <clears throat> this is all in the rules now, play it. Booming Blade, Green Flame Blade, Lightning Lure, Mind Sliver, and Soul, uh, Sword Burst. Mind Sliver is the main one, like, that's Tasha's stuff, right? Yeah, which is um, nice to see. I love that spell. In fact, yeah, just fun. as, like, from, there was, like, certain spells that came out of Xanathar's, like, Catapult, that just became, I think, an instant, like, like everybody seems to want it mind sliver in my mind is the sliver that everybody wants i don't know it's not great damage but not yeah. as good as elders blast <laughs> yeah which you already had uh third level the elders blast attack roll mind sliver is, mind is, nice. is uh is like a intelligent save. save it's good yeah that 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 i do like uh psychic damage is also always fun and subtracting from and trying saving to, throws trying to find cool. something yeah. that's a different save that's not a wisdom save mm -hmm. is uh is super fun, good yeah. super useful uh intellect fortress at third so this is like they don't get any new first or second level spells yeah at third level though they pick up intellect fortress spirit shroud summon fey summon shadow spawn and summon undead they get a lot of summon spells yeah which is new so like i really think you sense. can make a you can make a really interesting necro lock now or now your arch fey patron is now like showing up with an actual fey friend you know yeah it's summon kinda... aberration now your uh fathomless or great old one has yeah, uh, some new stuff as well. Uh, All of that makes real sense now. At fifth level, mislead, planar by binding, and teleportation circle. Those were all in UA. Nice. Uh, sixth level, summon fiend and Tasha's otherworldly guys. Uh, at seventh level, but Dream of Humunculus fell off the list. No, it did fall off the list. Which yeah. kind of makes again, I almost you know what? Like I don't think warlocks need that as no, much. They already have practice the change. It kind of feels out of character for them. As this magic jar, but Dream of the Blue Veil. That's new, of course. That's because that dimension that's new, new. one. Uh, and ninth level, Blade of Disaster, Gate, and Weird. What did Blade of Disaster? That's from, I believe, Frostwind Dale. Really? That's like, I don't know that spell. It's a scary one. It's like force damage. Not that damage. anybody ever gets to cast ninth level spells. Weird. Um, they get a new Pact Boon option. A whole new Pact Boon, just like the UA. Yay. Um, Bond of the Talisman. The nice one thing about this is you can give Pact it to your talisman. friends. 
Uh, they give you an amulet, a talisman that can aid the wearer when the need is great. When the wearer fails the ability check, which could be you or any one you give it to, um, they can add a d4 to the roll, potentially turning the roll into a success. It's kind of fun, actually, storytelling-wise as well, thing. that you know you have this magic amulet that maybe you well, found or something that, that now, you know, it, it's, it's a neat idea. It's I think for storytelling, it's fun. Yeah, this benefit can be used a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. It is worse than the... the Sorcerer one, uh, um, equal to your proficiency bonus, and all expended uses are regained uh, when you finish a short rest. Uh, if you lose the talisman, you can perform a one-hour ceremony to receive a replacement. Blah, 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 blah. Same thing. So this is just like a D4 ability check bonus to whoever's wearing it. But the real nice thing is some of the invocations that go with this. But we'll touch on Eldritch Versatility first. Uh, replace one cantrip you learned from this class's pack magic feature with another cantrip from the Warlock spell list. So you can replace cantrips. Uh, you can replace Pact Boon options, and you can replace Mystic Arcanum options as well, which is kind of fun. Uh, but you... Um, yeah, at higher levels. This change makes you ineligible for any of your uh, Eldritch invocations. Um, you must replace them now, choosing uh, invocations <laughs> for which you qualify, uh, if you no longer qualify for things. Um, but the new invocation options include Bond of the Talisman, where you can teleport to people wearing it, or they can teleport to you, etc. Um... Eldritch Mind is advantage on concentration checks. Yeah, we lose. I mean, we talk through some of the ones we lose here. We don't get Eldritch Armor. If you, I uh, think we do lose that, yeah. If you were uh, somebody who liked that one, um, sorry, it's gone. Uh, Chainmaster's Fury and Investment of the Chainmaster have been blended. Into just one, so that makes your chain, Pact of the Chain, even cooler. Yeah. Uh, we are fine for melee. So it, it takes some of the love away from Pact of the Blade, which I think it gets too much love sometimes, and puts it into some of the other ones. You know, like Talisman yeah. gets some love. You basically... Uh, get some love. I think it's all Cast Find Familiar, and then get a lot of buffs mm. to that familiar, because, hey, as I mentioned earlier, everybody's getting pets. They gain a flying speed or swimming speed of 40 feet. Uh, you can, as a bonus action, command it to take the attack action. How awesome is that? It's considered magical attacks for its all, it's whatever attack it Yay. does. Uh, it forces a creature to make a saving throw. It can use your spell safety DC instead. And when it takes damage, you can use your reaction to grant it resistance. How awesome is that? You have got the one of the cooler pets in the game. You also got Far Scribe, which was a thing in the UA. It was. It was um, a fifth level. Which Pact of people feature. can now write their name in your, your Pact of the Tome with your permission and you can cast sending to them which is kind of fun yeah it's it's essentially having uh you know adding another name to your you know whatsapp group yeah uh you basically have a magical book a a magic a magical book that can communicate with people all over the place which is super fun i'm really and we going back to one of our earliest episodes where we tried to encourage people to stop making hex blades not that we think there's anything wrong with Hexblades. In fact, they are clearly one of the most powerful subclasses in our game, if you look at our ranking, uh, mm. that we just try to encourage people to try and do something that's a little different, that breaks the mold a little bit. Um, and now with these things being official, like I really think the Pact of Tome and Pact of Talisman, uh, both, I mean, Pact of Chain, all have gotten some love, which was much needed and makes them even more fun to play. Gift to Protectors is kind of like the sending one, but with kind of like a similar Death Ward thing, but it's, it recharges slower. Uh, protection of the Talisman is they can add the D4 to saving throws now, and as well as just, you know, ability checks. And Rebuke is whenever the wearer of the Talisman is hit with an attack, which again, could be you, you can deal a psychic damage uh, equal to your proficiency bonus uh, and push the attacker up to 10 feet away from the Talisman wearer. Uh, yeah, without provoking an opportunity mm. attack, which is great. Well, all 
unwilling movement yep. doesn't provoke opportunity I know, attacks. but you know what I'm saying. Like but it, why would you, but you kind of want them to provoke opportunity attacks, right? Um, I guess, yeah, because it's pushing the attacker away. Maybe you do. Anyways, but he wouldn't. All unw- fun rule, all unwilling pushing uh, or teleporting fun rule, yeah. means that no, no att- opportunity attacks. So if you have, an, like, even your Eldritch Blast, which could push or pull things, that means no opportunity attacks. Uh, Undying Servitude, the final one, fifth level. Uh, you can cast Animate Dead without using a spell slot. Uh, when you do so, uh, you can't cast it way, this way again until you finish a long rest. Uh, again, I'm I'm imagining now uh, a Necromancer Warlocks, Necrolocks, as a as a kind of a cool. But don't just do a simple like Undying Patron. Try like a Fathomless, and they're like all like undead, drowned sea creatures. Oh yeah, just like yeah. like sort of out of um, but like out of Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. or something, something yeah. like that. Yeah, make it fun. Speaking of which, the Fathomless. It's a new name for the Lurker in the Deep. I love the art for it. I think it's quite fun. Um, really? This is similar, uh, but a little bit different, I think. Uh, like, less sign of the deep, like, speaking telepathically with fish, um, which is kind of less cool. And now it's, like, just swimming. Yeah, nobody wants to talk with fish. I mean, I say that. I think it is actually, actually quite different. Actually, you know, in um, D&D, to even talk with plants can be awesome. But so. the genie, I think, is pretty much exactly the same as advertised. And that's the warlock for you. Yeah, the, and we've talked about the genie before in one of our subclasses. It's... Uh, it's one what we really like a lot and finally moving um, on to the wizard the undead is we? still in ua then right yeah that was a too late to be added uh, too late to be added wizard uh they get additional spells all the ones that i thought they already had uh, the thing i like about wizard on tasha's like on the uh compendium content on dnd beyond is that it tells you what school of magic it is yeah uh, they're to adding that to your, everything now it's which really nice on the website uh tasha's caustic brew Augury, uh, Enhanceability, The Mind Whip, uh, Intellect Fortress, Speak with Dead, Spirit Shroud, Summon Face, Summon Shadow Spawn, Summon Dead. These ones really get the summons. Yeah, and that's actually a um, lot more than was in UA, so they're they're really ramping up wizard spells. Divination, uh, Summon Aberration, Construct Elemental, Fiend, Tasha's Otherworldly Guys, Dream of the Blue Veil, and Blade of Disaster. Uh, and, of course, they added in the um, School of Scribes. Yeah. Oh, well, it's not called that. Uh, they've ported over Blade Singing, which to me looks exactly the same. In yeah. Order of the Scribes is, I think, a little bit different, but very similar. They've now got the manifest. I'm pretty sure it's pretty similar, though. What's it called? Uh, but instead of, like, if you... Like, oh, sorry, what did you say the title of the subclass was? It's called Order of Scribes. Order of Scribes That's what it was now. before. Was it? Yeah, that's, uh, I, I had that's, an issue with that, it back That's then wrong. As well. I know, it's weird. I don't like it. But whatever. It's wrong. <laughs> One with the word... Um, I'm such a nerd. Instead of you when you die, that with, you've broken the nomenclature. The, uh, major changes. Instead of when you die, it's now um, whenever you take damage, you can try and, and save it and roll d6. But again, that could be if you're about to die and things like that, or if you're about to take like a hundred points of damage. You know, you could try and mm. uh, you know do that. But we we do have a, a whole episode on this uh, subclass and cool things you can do with their magic books and whatnot. It's worth going back and having a listen to that if you've not heard it. But you also get it. a thing uh, at third level as a wizard, a new thing called cantrip formulas. Yeah. Well, that was... Okay, so they had cantrip, ver- cantrip versatility was what it was called now in UA. Now it's called cantrip formulas. But it's actually better now in some ways. Um, so instead of whenever you gain a level in this class, now it's pretty much after every long rest, right? Ooh, that is quite nice. Ooh. So that's a nice buff. Every Wow, every long rest, you can replace one wizard cantrip you know with another cantrip from the wizard's spell list. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so wizards really, uh, really got some good love. And in terms of subclasses, I think that brings us to the end of our journey another nearly hour-long podcast 
So you got um, two hours this week, folks. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, there goes there goes our uh, day. <laughs> but I've enjoyed very much as quickly as we can going through the what made it, what didn't make it uh, list here. So I think there might have been a little audio blip there. Sorry, folks. Um, I'll go back and add a little edit thing there. But uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, so I've, I've enjoyed very much going through our list of what made it and what didn't made it. I hope you've enjoyed it too. So it helped to bring you up to speed on uh, basically the state of where we are with what is in D&D and what isn't, um, which actually leaves very little uh, in the Unearthed Arcana category. The, the playtest category now has gotten very small. Uh, there's only a couple of subclasses currently in UA, um, and that's about it. They've, they've, they've done a lot to make the, as much official material official as possible and cleaned it all up. So as we sort of come towards the end of 2020, uh, D and D has been almost fully updated. Yeah, yeah. Kind of exciting. Yeah, we are. This is, this is like, I don't know, in some ways this is maybe, I don't know if Xanathar's guide made it like. 5.1 this is 5.2 like this is like a full update really cool. yeah lots so of, we are uh, lots more to talk about as well but that is essentially it uh in terms of the major changes to sub like of like to yeah. classes on the whole well, we'll and, a little bit about and some of, of tasha's the future, of, sure, of tasha's the the bulk of the book is this stuff it's basically bringing all of that ua well, i don't even think that's true but well I mean, just in terms of layout of the table of contents, mm -hmm. we have gone through uh, most I'm of... I'm kind of disproportionate. I think there's a lot backloaded cool stuff uh, in the back as well. Yeah, um, uh, there, you, I'd love you're to not, go through. You're but. not wrong. We're, we've got a couple of more good episodes still of going through it. But, Plenty of more. Um, but basically, yeah, chapter classes. one character options is, is huge. Uh, still left in the book to talk about is group patrons, which is super fun. Something from Ebron that that's been around for a while. That's now available everywhere. There's uh, sidekicks. There's more new spells. Magic tattoos are legit now. Those are part of a bunch of the new magic um, items as well. New artifacts. And and we'll do another DM's workshop at some point. Uh, so yeah, we can get into session zeros and sidekicks and experts and mm. parlaying with monsters and all sorts of the new. Magic phenomenon, natural hazards, and stuff. Exciting and, stuff, people. And puzzles. I, I've got a whole beefy issue that will we can spend an hour talking about why I love and hate puzzles. And I think the book uh, also tries hate. to address that um, as well. And I, I throw them on my players too, but I think there's a way to do puzzles right and a way to do puzzles wrong. But stay tuned, folks. That's a whole nother episode. All right. Thank you for joining us for this two-part episode extravaganza. I hope that's helped you figure out what you uh, want to do for your next character or given you some ideas that there are way more cool things to do. Make sure you go into your D&D Beyond uh, options on that homepage and click that little op optional class features and try some of them out. Open it up, Give baby. Them a go. There has never or been your existing characters and more maybe think about, options. Yeah, giving in, them a little twist. There was 100 subclasses and now there's 100 subclasses with second sets of options to them. So I don't know, man. You, you you do the math, there's literally millions of character options out there now. Of course. And it's all up to your imagination. Yeah, go build that. The beauty that, of D&D, people. Go build that uh, Tiefling Hexblade, because nobody's ever seen that before. <laughs> With a Pact of the Talisman. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> all right, thank you for joining me. Uh, my name is Jack Oway. I'm Jay Oway. This is Jay Oway, and this is 
No, I'm not Joey. This is Like Dragon, Like Sun. I'm flustered. There's so much to talk about. It's been a long Thank morning. you, everyone. It's been a long two hours. Uh, enjoy Critical Role.